Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. Turning now to Michael Cohen's testimony. Joining me is Andrew Harris, Bloomberg News legal reporter. Andrew, let's start with Michael Cohen saying that there was a case in the Southern District. I am in constant contact with the Southern District of New York regarding ongoing investigations. Is that something that President Trump should be concerned about? Well, I think, June, I think it would be hard for him not to be concerned. Obviously, there's a, you know, something under a large sheet up in the Southern District of New York. Only the prosecutors there know what they're looking at. Michael Cohen may have more information on that than any of us. But sure, until you know what that is when the cover gets ripped away, uh, yeah, I think it's right for the president to be concerned. There was so much. president, he said, may have committed crimes, including campaign violations, insurance fraud, bank fraud. What struck you as possibly the most damaging to Trump? Well, interestingly, the president said uh, and noted that Michael Cohen didn't give any endorsement to collusion. But clearly, the hush money payment that uh, the president's organization CFO, Alan Weisselberg, may have been aware of clearly the phone call from Roger Stone about information to come from WikiLeaks, and clearly, of course, the perhaps opportunistic inflating or deflating the president's net worth, depending on who he was trying to convince of what. Those, if true, could be serious issues for the president going forward. President Trump isn't the only one that perhaps should be concerned. You mentioned Alan Weisselberg. His name was mentioned several times, and two other executives of the Trump organization were implicated by Cohen. Tell us about that. Well, that's correct. Uh, Weisselberg, again, the chief financial officer for the Trump organization, he's already been given limited immunity from prosecutors uh, to cooperate with their investigation up in Manhattan. But Michael Cohen said that he was a witness to the payment of the hush money check to Stormy Daniels. And, of course, uh, Cohen proffered uh, what he said were some of those checks right during the meeting. And two other Trump executives, Matthew Calamari and Ron Lieberman, who allegedly were aware of this, uh, as I said, opportunistic inflating or deflating of the president's net worth, uh, inflating when he was trying to get a loan from Deutsche Bank to buy an NFL football team and perhaps deflating for insurance purposes or filing his tax returns. As we've talked about before, the Justice Department will not currently indict a sitting president. But here you have some indications of possible insurance fraud and bank fraud, very serious crimes. Is anything likely to happen with regard to that Well, certainly with regard to people that may have been co-conspirators to that, they're not the president. There's only one president. So if one of those people named by Michael Cohen yesterday did indeed commit a crime, they may be under some pressure to cooperate lest they be charged. With regard to not charging the president, though, that is a Justice Department Office of Legal Counsel policy position. That is not the law. That is not anything in the Constitution And there is some debate among the legal community as to whether or not that's really so. I agree that there's a debate. I don't think that uh, William Barr will be the one to break that, though. Do you? Probably not. And one of the attorneys that I spoke with yesterday, um, a former 
deputy counsel to Robert Mueller when he was the U.S. attorney in San Francisco, said even if it's not the law, even if it's not a requirement, he described Mr. Mueller, the special counsel, as being a fairly conservative type. And it's unlikely that he would be the one that would break that rule. There was a lot of questioning from the Republicans about whether Michael Cohen was upset because he hadn't gotten the job in the White House he wanted. And there's been a lot of reporting that that was the case. He denied that. Is that a possible problem for him? Look, he's he's obviously, his credibility is damaged. uh, He's challenged. Is this sour grapes? Maybe it is. Only Michael Cohen knows what's in his heart. Only Michael Cohen knows why it was okay to work for the president uh, for as long as he did under circumstances that he now describes as uh, dubious, shady. (laughs) Pick your adjective, June. Yeah, it was quite something, and it's hard to, in a few minutes, go through all that testimony. But thanks so much, Andrew. I appreciate it. Sure. Always a pleasure, June. Thank you. That's Andrew Harris, Bloomberg News legal reporter. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.